BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, what's going on, No Bad Dog Army? I hope you're all so well. If you follow me on Instagram at all, you've probably seen the craziness that's been going on the last couple of weeks. I don't know if we took uh, one or two weeks off, but it's been wild. Uh, we did just crazy. We, but the cool thing is, is we're, we're vlogging this now. So we, we've been doing some really cool stuff over the years, and uh, we've been creating content that's kind of been the like the dog training portion which is what i do of course that's why you guys are listening that's how you found me um but there's so much more that goes on behind the scenes uh that's that's related to dogs and related to the industry and the things that we do and we get a lot of questions about kind of the behind the scenes and the logistics and how crazy things can get um and people don't really see the process and i think it's important for people to see the process it's not going to overtake the content that we're putting out but we're thinking about just vlogging like once a month and putting out some of the things that we do because i think it would help people understand uh, and you know dog trainers in the industry what goes behind some of the things that i do and and as well as clients understanding like what uh, you know dog trainers um you know have to have to do in order to make things work so anyway so we've been crazy we did uh let's see we did uh, good morning america uh last week and then uh the next day i flew to aspen and then i just flew home last night and of course our flights got canceled so i had to rebook last minute thank god for delta shout out to delta and now we just came home and then i'm going out to do the today show tomorrow so we have to we have to go down to new york city um and then uh we come back and then we got to go back down to new york city on thursday to work with the yankees and then we come back and then we're doing some other cool stuff so and and again this is this is with an assistant and my wife and my kid and sometimes my dog and my photographers and it's this whole (laughs) it's this whole uh just chaos of of getting things done and learning new things especially with my wife and I being uh new traveling with the newborn the kid's been on more flights than a lot of my friends have already and he's seven weeks old so anyway it's exciting and 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 this is like this is what we do every week but we're starting to document it um just just because I want to, first of all, as a creator, I'm like, this is something I want to remember. And I, I, 
I, I think that the world would would find it at the very least very entertaining. Um, and then for dog people out there, of course, there's the, the the dog culture is involved in all of this. This is why we do what we do. It's why we travel and uh, make ends meet and lose sleep and and uh, anyway. So I'm excited about putting that type of content out for you guys. And I apologize for not uh, being on the podcast as consistently. And there's some days where I have four onlines and I record them and all of them are good and I can put them out for the next two weeks. And then there's times where I'll just get a podcast that isn't going to hit home with a lot of you and we don't put it out. And so we have to wait until something comes along. And today, what's today? Tuesday? Yeah, today. We did that. Oh, and uh, last night, we because we had to switch airlines, um, our airlines are with American, which I absolutely do not like flying with because every single time we fly with American, uh, something happens wrong. I'm a huge Delta supporter, investor, um, the whole nine. Like I love Delta. Um, very diehard Delta person. It's just like embedded in me now. But to fly into Aspen, unfortunately, unless we fly private, which we're not doing, um, you have to fly American. So anyway, our shit got lost because we had to switch flights because they wanted to fly us home this morning. I can't fly home this morning because me and my team have to go down to New York City for the Today Show tomorrow. So all of our stuff's gone. So today's going to be interesting. Me and my photographer, my videographer, Abby, uh, my wife, we have to, and my son, we have to travel around and find things for tonight to stay at the hotel. Oh my gosh. Anyway, it's a shit show. So anyway, guys, sorry I've been crazy. Um, it's 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 normal. You'll be able to see it documented. But I appreciate your loyalty. I appreciate your love. I appreciate the No Bad Dog community. It's growing so strong every single day, especially on YouTube and, and other platforms. So thank you guys so much. And just remember, we're just getting started. Um, I feel like we're, we're just now starting to say, okay, you know, now let's do this. Let's let's take over. Let's let's really grow and 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 be everything that we can be. And I appreciate you guys. This is a good podcast with the dog owner who really just needed to hear some of the some of the things that most of you guys need to hear. It's like, hey, this is not your dog's fault at all. And you know that. This is this is you and maybe your husband and the lack of training and accountability and consistency. So we kind of walk through a lot of things such as like how to work with a stubborn dog, um, where to start if you're feeling confused and where to go if you're feeling like, and this happens often. If you guys listen to my podcast, you listen to uh, or you watch me on YouTube, people come in and they, oh, I've worked with this trainer, i worked with that. And sometimes it's different styles. Sometimes they're happy. Sometimes they're not. They're just like, where do I start? We go over that. Lots of cool stuff. So anyway, it's a good podcast for you guys. Um, I'm going to try to re- record another one to, to put out tomorrow on Wednesday uh, on our way down to the city, but we'll see how it goes in the car. Anyway, guys, um, if not, don't worry. Um, things will get semi back to normal before we head to London uh, in a couple weeks. So we'll get back to it. No worries. But anyway, don't forget, listen to the end of the podcast. I'm going to be answering three of your dog training tips. Of course, we are going on tour. Uh, the UK, London, there's some, st- there's still some tickets left. If you guys want to come and audit and hang out with me uh, next month, or is it September yet? I don't know. Anyway, September, the end of September, the 23rd, 25th. Very excited for that. And uh, if you want me to answer your specific dog training questions, you guys head over to the iTunes review chart and I'll answer your questions. All you have to do in the review column is leave a review and I'll answer it. So listen to the end. I'll be answering three. Enjoy the podcast. About a week and a half ago, like the perfect storm of everything happened where I was, I had my hands full of recycle. My husband was opening the door for me. I walked outside. The FedEx man scared me and it, it, it was inflected in my voice when he scared me and he just 
darted right out the door and chased the FedEx guy down the street. <laughs> okay. And um, he, the FedEx guy was doing great in the beginning because he was using the box, like how you use this day. Yeah. The, the spot thing to shield yeah, the himself. Yeah. yeah. The place. Thank you. That's the word. And, um, and we have one of those, um, but not outside for the FedEx guy to use. Um, and so he was using the box that he was delivering and it was just happening all so fast. And then he dropped the box and started running. And it was like, the dog just was like, Ooh, this is fun. Mm -hmm. You know, like yeah. I'm going to go play now. And he does have a prey drive. He thinks squirrels are just the most exquisite cuisine. And he's actually gotten a couple squirrels. He's actually very um, good at stalking them sure. <laughs> on our back porch. And we're, I'm working. He's pretty well trained now that if he wants to go outside in the backyard. He has to sit and wait and then that's how you know i said wait and i put my hand in front of his nose and he stays and then i go outside and clear the squirrels and then he goes outside but that's been something we've had to work on for like the last three months since he got a squirrel um but so my thing now is is kind of more like recall when the drive is <laughs> activated and i mean i don't want him to like stop in a down in a mid well maybe i do in a mid sprint but i want him to you know like because he wouldn't like even come back we had to kind of drag him back right. <laughs> and then he thought it was a game then he thought oh well this is fun mom and dad are chasing me in the front yard <laughs> and i'm just like fuck we're doing everything we shouldn't be doing you know because we're trying to keep him in the front yard because it's not fenced and away from the poor driver so he could go away. <laughs> and he didn't get him, bite him, do anything like that. He just was like, ooh, squirrel. You know, out the door we go. Yeah. And I was just like, shit. So I just don't, I don't even know where to start with him. And that that's kind of my issue. Because then my husband walks in the house and is like, well, it's time to get rid of the dog. And I was like, well, shit. Dude, that's not exactly the I. You know, I mean, like my husband's like, "Oh, I told you to stop, and we're good." And that's I only tell you one time, and I'm just like, "Oh God!" Basically, my husband is Leonard and Sheldon from The Big Bang Theory put together <laughs> in a bubble, and um, he's totally on the spectrum. And so he, even with our kids, he's like, well, I told you once. And I was like, well, that's not how kids work. And that's not how dogs work. Right. You know? <laughs> we tell over and over and over and over again. I mean, it, it, yeah. So uh, that's kind of my issue with right now is I just don't even know where to start because he is, he looks like a bully. I mean, he looks like a pity until you put him next to a pity and you're like, well, he's not a pity now because he has a big fluffy tail and you know, all kinds of stuff. But everybody looks at him and goes, Oh my God, he's a pity. You know, like, Ooh, you know, I mean, I, we, I walk him two miles, two, three miles a day. People cross the road, <laughs> when right. you know, and I, and I am, on the lead, you know, I'm very, you know, you see, he's pretty good. He's very good on a leash. You know, he sees another dog and he's not, 
you know, real reactive unless they get, you know, barky and then we go say hi or whatever. We just keep walking. But I just don't even know where to start. Okay. So what's your biggest problems? Because I just want to isolate and narrow down. I know you've worked with some trainers. I know you're having a hard time with your husband being consistent. But with, with the dog and stuff, like where, what are you struggling with? Like, what are you, what, what's your biggest issues? Listening. Listening. Okay. To what (laughs) specifically? Well, just like with just, I mean, like, I just don't even know where, how, how to start like working on recall when we get, you know, I mean, like when, so he's eaten four yoga balls, Mm -hmm. big yoga balls, because that in the beginning was his kind of reward for break, you know, playtime. Yeah. Let's go play with this yoga ball. Um, and it's cute. He herds it. We really thought he was going to be, a, there was herding dog in him when we did the DNA test, but there isn't because he herds it like a dog. I mean, like a herding dog would herd something. And, um, but like, even with me, he gets snippy and will kind of, you know, bark at me and, okay almost like want to bite me, you know? So like, I can't, I just, so with, re- like, so just, with recall, let, let's go over recall. Cause that's the first thing you said there. So recall is something that you have to incrementally work on. So it's not, you have to, and by incrementally, I mean uh, different distractions, different environments. Right. So first thing you do is you get them out on a, on a longer line other than the training leash that you have. So right. you'll get uh, 10, 15 feet usually. Sometimes there's bigger ones, but I like 10, 15. And then you, you're in an undistracted environment or a, a not so distracted environment to where he's not paying attention at all because you don't want to introduce any obedience with heavy distractions or in or in reality, if you will. Right. Just so you wouldn't do that in your backyard then? I personally wouldn't start in the backyard. I think that would be like the second step, but that second step could come after like the second day or the first day, depending on the dog's progression and depending on how much you work on it. So I would start inside in a hallway, living room, basement, just to start saying, hey, dog, come, good, come, and just really start teaching the dog what that behavior is and then enforcing (laughs) that with the long line because that's the most important thing I think uh, with with most dogs is just once they start to get a hang for oh you know recall is is this this is what this looks like a lot of times they'll say okay I'm only gonna come to you when it's beneficial for me if there's treat involved or a ball involved right. and so you just have to be careful how much you do it too especially with like a bully mix that they can uh. they could burn out pretty quick. <laughs> So you don't want to overdo it. I would say like two or three recalls within a little session and you're going to do that throughout the day. So you just say his name, tell him to come. And then if he doesn't, just give him some leash pressure and then making sure that you, to get granule, what you do is you just back up and you try to draw him into you. So you're trying to suck him into you. So here's the mistakes a lot of people make when they're, when they're doing recall other than doing it in a non-realistic learning environment. Meaning right. don't, don't go out, don't go out to the family barbecue and try to teach a dog something, you know, that's, no, no. that's going to be overwhelming. <laughs> so, so inside you'll just, 
ask the dog to come. Um, but what a lot of people do is they their voice inflection, they'll say, dog, come. And the dog's like, I don't want to. I don't want to do that. That's not fun. Or they'll just kind of stand there stagnant and they don't give the dog a target. They don't animate themselves to kind of suck the dog in. And what you're trying to do is teach the dog to, to, to come towards you. And so when you right. say dog come and then they look at you and then you start kind of drawing back, you put your, you put your shoulder, you drop your shoulders down a little bit and you start walking backwards and then that'll entice the dog to come to you. And as the dog is recalling to you, you're going to say, good come, good come. And you're, you're using right. positive reinforcement to kind of suck the dog in as well. And so that's I the beginning. Just... And then you just copy and paste that to different environments. And um, that's how you would start that process. Okay. He's just so damn stubborn. I mean, he's just like, and he gets fixated on something and then we're like, oh, well, we're, you know, like, cause like all I have to do now is just get the collar out and the e-collar and he's like, oh, fuck. Mm -hmm. He's like, I'm done. Okay. What do you want me to do? You know, like he just like mopes to the ground and sinks into the ground and then he just sits there and I was like, oh, this is not what we wanted. You know, I mean, like, it's not a punishment. And so we stopped using it because he, I don't know if he was like, well, if I, you know, if I look like I'm sad and depressed, mom will just cave and give in because I can handle dead and dying people. But, you know, you start hurting animals and I'm like, I come unglued and I'm just like, okay, never mind. I'm good. <laughs> well, I think it, it just comes down to, it comes down to, there's so many different variables when it comes to that type of behavior. It comes down to the dog. It comes down to you d- just, just being that way where the, the you get the yeah. collar out and there, or it could be the, tr- the type of training that was applied or introduced with the remote collar or the, any equipment. It doesn't matter. I've seen dogs well, do that with the harness and the flat collar and, there's, there's also right. dogs that just when you get the leash out, they run away because they don't want to go outside because it's too hot or they don't want to go outside because they're lazy or they don't want to go outside because they don't want to work. So it could be a combination of a lot of different things. But at the end of the day, the equipment is just a piece of training. It's not the training. So, right. so to me, it just seems like either the introduction to some of this equipment was not done properly oh. or <clears throat> I think totally. more than that I think you're just dealing with a bully dog they don't like to work really so yeah, that makes sense do what they want to do but you just have they to you just have to do. really think about the the things that you're doing with the equipment as well and making sure that it makes sense you know because there's a hundred thousand different ways to apply pretty much right. every piece of equipment so you just have to take into consideration like what you're doing like if I had a dog like that you know, if you came into my facility and you got the equipment out and he sulked and put his head down, I'm not going to say, oh, well, he doesn't want to work right now and then not work. I would right. say, oh, he doesn't want to work because he's a bully or because he'd rather just lay here or the piece of equipment may may mean something else to him um, than it should. And, and so – and also I think a lot of times what dog owners do, unfortunately, is once the dog starts maybe doing things that – we don't like, or the dog makes a mistake and chews up a yoga ball, we immediately run and grab the equipment. So at that point, it then obviously represents you're going to get punished and this is going to be 
you know, whatever. So right. there's a lot that goes into that, but it doesn't, you got to think that you can't. So what I always tell people is like, you can't complain about the dog not listening if we don't want to put in the work. And I understand that. Absolutely. And I understand that like, if you get the equipment out and he sulks, it's like, oh man, you know, that, that makes me feel bad. But you just have to realize it's, it's just like, there's so many levels of that because you know, it's like a kid not I mean, wanting he, to go to school. It's like, yeah, I get it. I right. don't want to wake up yeah. super early and go to school either when I was 10 years old. It's the last thing I actually well, wanted you, to do. You didn't want to have to change your flights last night and then, you know, bounce <laughs> yeah. back and get up and, you know, do all. I mean, like none of us want it. You know what I mean? Like we just, I just look at them sometimes and I'm like, sorry, my, you know, like right. I, we'll be out walking and I'll be like, well, we're going to go this way. And he looks at me and I'm like, my walk, not your walk my walk exactly. we're walking on my walk and you're just coming along for the ride you know <laughs> i mean like walking i mean it just i it just he's just he's so stubborn i don't even like don't even know where to start you know where i mean because in theory i should have been able to call him right you know in theory, I should have been able to stop him and he should have been, you know, able to just come right back. And he was just like, well, this is the biggest game I've played in a long time and I like it. And I'm just like, oh, shit, you know, because I'm going to get sued before somebody with a little yippy thing that's probably going to bite more than, you know, I mean, the yippiest dog in class was weighed mm -hmm. seven pounds. Mm -hmm. I mean, and was a snarly little thing. And he's just like, mommy, how do I get out of here? Right. <laughs> like, how I got to go away. You know, little dogs that bark, he don't like them. I mean, he's just like, can we just keep going, please? Mm -hmm. I, I, I just, I want to just keep walking. And I'm like, okay, let's just go. You know, yeah. people always think that my dog's going to eat your dog. And I was like, unless you look like a squirrel. You know, if you look like a squirrel, you know, then then all bets are off, you know. But I just, I just, it's just that whole, you know, is that like what I should be w working on? You know, because he's gotten better as he's gotten older, not running out the front door. Because, you know, that was something we've had to work on, you know, not... He doesn't like sit and stay in place very well, but he doesn't like at least run out the door when you take a whole bunch of stuff out the door. But we just, I got spooked and he, my voice, I, the inflection in my voice went up and I just, I turned and looked and I just saw him run right out the door. And I was like, oh boy, here we go. You know, I, I knew, I knew it was going to be an issue. And then my husband's like, well, it's time to get rid of him. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah. And um, I, I think that's just those little, those, those are all human error things though. So it's, it's absolutely. tough to, you know, and, and that happens often. And, and it's still like it, that, that comes down to advanced obedience, you know, and, and that's, that's what happens a lot of times um, with, any different service is, you know, there's something that happens that you don't like and you immediately reach out to the professional to say, hey, like this happened. And, you know, what my job is, is to tell you that that's just a, like a human error uh, type of thing mm -hmm. that your training has to be pretty advanced in order to stop your dog from from doing those types of things. And you're just not there yet. So so that's that that. To, to me and I and I it's not appropriate and it's not good and it's not okay however when we talk about mistakes happening like that it's not like we're gonna th we're gonna all throw our hands up in the air and go oh my god that was like why did that happen or 
that shouldn't have happened or that was unreal. It's like, you know, you, you get into a situation like that where you get nervous. I mean, think about the generations of generations of dog, you know, Tom and Jerry, the dog versus the carrier. It's, it's, right. it's, it's for a reason, right? You get it. You get a, a, um, a random stranger, usually a man in a hat and a suit with a box coming up to your house. I mean, that's always, you know, going to be a trigger. So I totally yeah. understand the the frustration and I'm not saying it's appropriate for these things to happen. However, it doesn't really, you guys aren't really at the right place to be able to do that type of training yet because uh-uh. from the lack of follow through. So, so that's not, my point is, is you're like, Hey man, I'm Absolutely. a mechanic. I ran out of gas and now the car won't start. And I'm like, yeah, you need gas. That's what, what else can I do for you? You know what I mean? So you, so you just have to kind of get back down to the basics and, and rework your way up. He's like, Oh God. He's like, he's looking at me like you said place and you said come and you said sit. (laughs) Yeah. He knows, but like he literally like the, the, he just, and some of it is just his, I mean, he's made, me sweat he's made the owner you know the last couple trainers sweat i mean he has been drug around parks by trainers Mm -hmm. because he's just like i'm not gonna do it and i was like but the third it's 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 time to work and he's like but i don't want to work you know and so we found that shorter you know increments are much better for him we get we get much better results over like 10 minutes and then 15 minutes and then we take a break for a couple hours and then we come back you know he can't do a solid hour right now he's just like i check out at about 30 minutes and then i just make mom drag me around and this is fun because it itches my belly um you know and so but my whole thing is just the the you know recall and and knowing that that's something that we have to work on and that I just, I kept telling him over and over and over again, it was like a perfect storm. It was just like, you gave him just enough to put a snout out and he ran out the door when I got spooked and that's just what he's going to do, you know? And it, it just, I, oh, frick, I quit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, cause I'm the only one that does anything with them. I'm the one that walks him. I'm the one that, you know, like, he knows that nobody, I mean, the kids will play with him, but they're like, they're like 12 and 14. They're just like, eh, the dog was exciting back then, but now he's just like, you know, he's going to eat things. And, you know, they're just not very excited about him. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was the one that wanted the dog. <laughs> let's be honest i'm the one that wants all the animals um and i'm the one that takes care of them because i'm the mom um but i just don't you know like like i said i don't even know where to start now because i feel like i've gone on on both ends of the spectrum super sweet and nice to yeah holy crap corporal punishment (laughs) you know i was just like Oh, and, and to the point where, you know, I'd swat him on the butt with a leather leather leash and he'd just look at me like, can I have another? And I'm just like, ah, oh, it does not hurt because that's like, I hit you hard, you know, and I'm just like, eh, that's not my style either, you know, where I don't always have treats, but I don't always have to beat you. 
within an inch of your life. I just that that's not my style. Like I'm not that way. No, it 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 sounds to me like your dog doesn't know anything, um, and and you just haven't follow. You got to follow through with something. Like you you just have to follow through with something. Like right now, you've kind of started a training here, a training here, a training here, and I understand there's a there's a mixture of you as an owner not following through a training and a mixture of you also not liking the training style. So that, that checks out and, and, right. and, and everything else in between. But again, like that human error thing has nothing. It, it doesn't have any representation of my trainings. I mean, it does, but it, it, that's just that that's something that you guys let happen and you weren't prepared. So it checks out. Yeah. The sky's blue. Right. The grass is green. Right. Yeah. Got right. it. It's- got it. Cool. So a uh, carrier comes up, your dog gets his head out. You get scared. He runs out and protects the house. Sky's blue. Grass is green. Right. That none it's of the, none of that. Happen. Exactly. None of that warrants like really. So you're telling me right. that your bully dog, <laughs> you know, got nervous right. and, and ran after the mailman when you screamed, but you know, it's like <laughs> none of that is like, holy crap. Really? What do we do next? So, yeah, but, but I, I mean, go ahead. that's kind of what I was like trying to tell him, like, this is just like, this is, this is normal. Like this is going to happen. <laughs> right. And <laughs> yeah. And, and so you, so your job is you, you have to, you have to turn around and say, okay, that sucked. That that's, that's not appropriate. <clears throat> you know, that's, uh, that's not okay for your mailman. That's not okay for, you know, you, you will right. letting your dog do that sort of, sort of thing. But again, like that's something that you just have to play. That's like a zookeeper thing that you have to really take into consideration. You know, like I said, I'm not saying it's appropriate, but you just, right. don't, you just don't have the training in place yet to make that successful. You know, like that just doesn't exist. So you just have to get back down to the basics. And I, yeah. So my, I'm going to go over like a, a game plan for you, but I would highly recommend I created a, uh, it's called the no bad dog Kickstarter course. And right. we, we created it for dog owners such as yourself who are kind of trying to figure <laughs> out where to start where it's like, and, and the course is, is really for people who are working with reactivity. It's for eight week old puppies. It's for people like yourself who are kind of like, I, I need some, I need some post. I need some grounding. I need some. I need some pillars here of like, where do I start? What should I absolutely have? Um, and uh, that's on our website and I can email it to you too, but I'm going to go over okay. the principles in that course because we kind of put it together where we're like, if you're having a behavioral problem with a dog and or you got a new puppy, what would we say? And it's literally the same thing. So it comes down to exactly what you're talking about, basic obedience. Like how good is your recall? How good is your place? How good is your stay? And there's mm-hmm. there's there's break and then there's um, heal in there as well and some thresholds and stuff. But my point is is if, if you're having a behavioral problem with your dog and for in this case it's like if I said okay how good is his place and his recall and you'd say eh but then you just threw a huge distraction at him then you know we can't we can't get upset about what happened. You know what I mean? Right. So, no, I totally understand that. I mean, I totally get it. Cool. Cool. When, when we got him, when we got him, because I found you via Tucker, which I'm sure you've heard a billion times mm-hmm. already. Um, and so 
I had already started watching the videos like when we got him, like mm-hmm. just like when when we signed the contract and everything like that. And so I had started watching them, um, you know, on just basic, you know, went back to the basics, you know, found a you know video of yours and that's how come i had the e-caller and then all of a sudden he's like well we're gotta get a trainer today and we've got to fix it right now and i'm just like this is not how this works you know like this is not how this works (laughs) and he just was like i'm not gonna listen to you and we're just gonna do this and i'm just like oh well um and then he's like well and and we're just and then he's like well this isn't working and i'm like well you gotta keep working at it like you gotta mm-hmm. take him for walks and you gotta keep doing it and i'm the only one that does it you know and so it just kind of again defaulted to me and then but when the shit hits the fan he kind of goes well we gotta fix it right now and i'm just like this this <laughs> this is not what we do. Like, this is like a slow ember fire that you have to just keep stoking and we have to keep working at it. And I just don't even now know where to start because I feel like I've gone both ends of the spectrum. And then I was like, well, you want to go for a road trip to upstate canine Academy? You know, yeah. <laughs> like I'll go for a road trip, you know, and he's like, well, we'll go board him somewhere. And I was like, but board and train still doesn't work if you don't follow through with it. Right. <laughs> you gotta follow through. You need follow through here. And, and so, yeah. So hence why I made the appointment. Cause I just don't even now, I feel like I've been on both ends and now I don't even know where to start. Yeah. Yeah. So somewhere. Yeah. So like I said, that course is, is huge, but I'm going to go over some of those things. And the things are, is, is basic obedience, which then is encapsulated with enforcement and respect and boundaries. And right now you don't have that. So the first thing that we do is we teach, we teach the dog place, we teach the dog to come and we teach the dog to heal. So we teach him leash pressure, which teaches the dog how to understand that when you apply leash pressure to a dog that they need to be doing something different right so when we pull on a dog one way or the other just slightly and there's tension they need to know how to move with that leash it's a lot like horsemanship but a lot of times people miss that step is they go right into teaching stuff and they forget that you forgot how to drive you got to teach them what the steering wheel is first it's not like oh you didn't take a left here it's like they don't even know where the (laughs) steering wheel is so when you're teaching when you're teaching dogs anything, they have to have that understanding of like the the leash, the power of the leash, the understanding of how it moves, how it works. When there's when there's uh, tension or pressure on it, what to do with it, etc. So okay. anyway, so there's that, and then secondary to that is you you have to you have to really make sure that you understand the, the the things that are going to help you be successful so the place command for an example sending your dog to the place at a very small level and then working your way up and holding your dog accountable with the stay so again yeah. if, if 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 the if the carrier comes doesn't matter if it's the male woman or the ups guy and you say hey go to your place and your place doesn't exist at that level then you're not going to do it but those are the things. And then same thing with recall. It, it all There's different levels to obedience. But those are the things that most people do not have. 
And when people fly me all over the world and fly in to do an out-of-state thing with me, they they say, hey, I have this behavioral problem, right? So they say my – and it doesn't matter if it's – Right. If it's the 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 Prince of Dubai or it's a shelter down the road, is if you have a behavioral problem externally, we're like, this is my problem, and it's the same thing with you. It's kind of like what you're talking about is like this problem happened, like this is this is the reason I'm reaching out is because this thing happened. Right. We went after the carrier, right? Whatever. <laughs> but the point is, is if you don't have the foundation, we can't you you can't even touch that issue because that's a well, I didn't have the necessity, the necessary, the, the necessity. Wow, necessary tools and behaviors. <laughs> okay. It was a busy weekend. <laughs> yeah, it was a order, busy weekend. In order to to really handle that situation, so those are the, you know what I mean. Like those are the things that everyone is missing. Is they're like, this is the problem. This is the problem. But they don't have the core. It's like I, if you can't get your dog to walk on a leash loosely, we can't talk about leash reactivity. We can't talk about yeah. the neighbor getting bit or the dog getting bit or the mailman getting chased down or the dog not coming back. Like we, you have to have some sort of foundation to work on those advanced things. And that's that. And, and I'm not trying to plug the course f- for a sale. I'm right. just telling no, I you, I literally trying to figure out a way to scale myself as much as possible to help people without, you know, giving Killing yourself. No, it's, it's yeah. not even that it's, it's more, it's more about. <laughs> I can't talk to every single person every day. So I, we created these courses for that reason. It's a template. And if you come in, it's like, this is my problem. You can do this or this is my problem. You can do that. But anyway, that's yeah. a that's a significant step in the right direction to help you really understand the things that you need done. And it sounds more like uh, this unfortunate thing happened, not really the biggest deal. Um, I mean, comparable yeah. to absolutely not other things that could have happened wrong that it didn't mm-hmm. probably just scared the crap out of everybody, which is which is fair. But um, and anyway, it's good. I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, like I think it's good too because it like was a reality check of, sparked everything. Oh, right? yeah, you know. But then we I, we took him to Home Depot a couple days. You know, we went to Home Depot yes day before yesterday, and he was perfectly fine. Sure. You know, he kind of growled at one person with a hat on, you know, yeah. but that's kind of, you know, but it's funny. He doesn't need our male lady, though. He likes our male lady because mm-hmm. we have a male lady. But we have all male, male UPS, Amazon and FedEx, you know, but um, but, you know, I mean, like I can take him to the pet store and he's fine and I can take him to Home Depot and he's fine. And that's what I was also trying to tell him is he's protecting us. And, and this is his domain and his house and he wants to protect it from the squirrel or, you know, the, 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 the delivery driver. And I'm just like, uh-huh, this is normal. Like, I, I was upset, but I wasn't shocked. You know, like, I was actually kind of shocked it took almost two years. <laughs> you want my honest opinion? Yeah. I mean, for him, with his reactivity of, you know, he barks at, you know, in the house and because we have windows up front and so he can see the drivers that, you know, come up and he barks and, you know, but I was just like, he's protecting the house. Well, yeah. this time he got out and fortunately he didn't bite somebody, you know, I mean, we were fortunate in that aspect that he didn't, you know, bite anybody, but I was just like, Oh yeah, but I, here we go. I wouldn't suggest leaving that up to him either. Like I wouldn't, it sounds no. to me like you're going out and you're flipping a coin where you're going, right. you're going to, yeah, you're just like, are you going to like this person or not? Like that shouldn't be on the table no. at all. Like you should be like, okay. Hey, heal. 
let's go. Somebody comes up, nope, can't pet my dog, I'm on my way, boom. But like right now, it sounds like you're just like looking at him like, maybe you're going to do good, maybe you're not. <laughs> you know, and th- those yeah. are those are situations that, you know, unless you're raising like a, a therapy dog for attention and things like that, even in those scenarios, that the dog should still give you the okay yeah that that it's okay but but i wouldn't be going out and thinking like it's not your it's not your job your dog's job to figure out who they like and who they don't it's your job to put them in situations that are going to make them successful and you don't want to go out to places and be like let's you know you're again like you're flipping a coin like you should just there's 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 neutral socialization which i think is the best socialization which is when you're just a lot of people social socialization means like your dog has to go up and basically lick everyone's face and roll over on them and same thing with with dogs and and i think you just going places and doing things is good and you, you shouldn't be letting um people come up to to him and just just say like hey he's in training um and then and then the other thing is at home is again like you can't you have to put them in scenarios that are going to make sense now this is the same exact thing that would have happened if you got a dog and let's say your dog maybe likes kids or likes other dogs or let's say to make it more scalable your dog likes squirrels right and then you open the door and there's 10 squirrels in your front yard for whatever reason running around and your dog just runs out you we wouldn't be having this conversation if that was the case but it's the same exact principles of what happened is there was a situation that you weren't trained for yet. And then your dog instinctually made that decision to go out and do that. So it's this, but it's literally in my head, the way that I register it, it's the same thing. Cause you're saying, Oh, he would never recall off leash in the front yard with squirrels, but it's the same exact thing with the carrier, the UPS guys, he would never off leash recall it. So it's the reason why it's happening is the same. Does that make sense? Like the lack thereof. And again, it's like you open the door, you see 10 squirrels, you shut the door really quick and say, Hey man, you're going to go over here because I don't feel like chasing you around the neighborhood. So like, these are all, these are all again, like very human things that are going on. And I would just suggest like getting back down to the basics to work on those things. Because I don't even know, like in that situation, if I threw, you know, a box of treats at him, to distract him if that would have even worked no you know like i just it it was like it was enacted and boom you know and i just remember that everybody says you know you're not supposed to chase the dog (laughs) so we kind of boxed him in and you know started moving closer and closer to him and then you know was able to grab him and but i could see the look in his eye he was like this is fun and i'm just like this is not good yeah (laughs) you know and then we carried him in the house and then put him in his crate and covered it and left him there for like an hour and then he knew he had done that because that's the first time we've ever put him in his crate yeah during the day like that and covered it and that that was the only thing i could think of at the time to just like i mean was that bad to do that like he had done that and then my husband just like bear hugged him picked him up (laughs) put him in the that was the only thing I could think of to do to like really resonate like this was you know I mean we told him no and you know but I feel like sometimes that's like telling a 
six-year-old know. Correct. You know, like, they just don't get it. But, and he didn't make a peep in there. He knew he was in trouble. You know, like, yeah. he knew he was in trouble. But, I mean, was that okay to do afterwards when he did something like that? It, it's, I mean. It's not, it's not going to really do anything just because, like, you okay. have to think about the dog's point of view. If you, you told him to do all that stuff and he didn't know any better. Okay. So. It, it's not yeah i just i he's like well i was like i don't know i yeah, gotta I mean, separate he, you two sure I mean, like, <laughs> but that's what i mean is it, this isn't this isn't like a this isn't like a dog thing this is a you and your husband thing a hundred percent right so that's 100%. that's really between you guys and like how you guys okay. handle that and hash it out but you know like again you open the door there's a stranger standing there you told your dog holy shit this is terrible he chased the guy down and then you're like oh why'd you do that and you're like oh what <laughs> <laughs> you literally just told that's me just, to do that. Okay, now go. Now you're punished. Okay. Yeah. So, so again, animal like, instinct. Yeah, exactly. You know? And 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 again, it's literally like think about what I said about the squirrels. It's like, can you believe that that he chased the the ten squirrels in the front yard? Can you believe it? Can you believe that happened? You know, it's like, well, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so again, like it was party time. Yeah, yeah. I I just. You know, like like I said, it's not appropriate and it's not okay for him to do. I'm just saying like all of these things right. that we're talking about is like a, a human error type of thing. And it's a mis- mistakes okay. happen. Mistakes happen. Even if even if your obedience was good, I mean, mistakes happen. I've seen really well-trained dogs make mistakes, including my own. And it's not like I'm going to sit and beat myself up over it. I'm like, man, you know, that was just wrong place, wrong time. Uh, you know, it was unfortunate. And, and I think yeah. that's how you have to look at it a little bit more. Okay. Yeah. Cause that, I was just happy that's he didn't happened. actually bite him. Yeah, yeah. You know? And there's a reason I mean, why he that's, didn't. Yeah. And he's not and he's not mean. He just he just just needs I, I just he just needs to have a little bit more um structure. <laughs> yeah, I think you and your husband just have to get on the on the on the right page. Um, you know, in, in the same page. Because again, like this is this is not a crazy holy crap what just happened you know this is a thing that you met the post guy at the door you you know you kind of got nervous and and vocalized and showed that your dog's protecting his house he's protecting you because you told him that this is not cool he chased the guy out of the property and he came back that's what dogs do right he he didn't yeah he didn't bite him for a reason you know he didn't that that wasn't his mo he was just like well mom told me to do this and i did it now i'm in a crate (laughs) And now mom and dad are arguing about what, what happened, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Mom's like, tell him dad to chill out. We don't yeah. need to give him away today. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it, it yeah. Just, Whoa, it's a dog, you know? Exactly. I mean, exactly. And I you mean, just, and, it's a dog. yeah. And you just have to realize you're like, oh no, that was our fault. Like that, that was just yeah. unfortunate. That was just a mistake. And I think if you have a dog again, now, if, if he was a, a you know, a, kisser attack dog where like he ran out and he kissed the guy it, you would you wouldn't even think twice you'd be like but it's the same no, you think oh god that's so cute <laughs> yeah it's, but it's the same it's the same mistake it's the same lack of lack of um just paying attention you know from on your end of like man you know because yeah. it's it's like i said it's the same template as if he went out and kissed a guy or if it was the squirrels it's a matter of you making sure like hey i have a dog that instinctually because of how big he is and um you know whatever will will take charge and for whatever reason and a lot of it is your relationship so it's it's this it's this recycling circle type of thing where it just keeps going into each other infinity 
over and over and over again is the problem is the solution and the solution is the problem and it all ends up back to you guys i mean like i'm sure probably 99 percent of your business is human error <laughs> yeah yeah that's the only thing i really do i don't i'm not in the dog business at all not at all right <laughs> very <business>. very rarely <laughs> do i actually have to work with the dog very rarely like one out of a hundred you're like, but I like dogs. <laughs> I want to work with dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the dogs are the easiest, easiest, easiest part. Usually. So that's the thing is like, if, if there's a dog that comes in with an issue, we're, me and the dog are done in two, three minutes. That's it. Right. You know, but it has nothing to do with the dog. Nothing. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm a human nurse. I'm a, I'm a human ER nurse. So I kind of, you know, like it's, just like oh and then he's in computers and so he's like well just they're just numbers like it's just numbers and just put some new numbers in there and fix it and zeros and ones and i'm like i have no clue what you do all day every day but um i just fixed it yeah <laughs> and i make them better and i send them somewhere and i send them off away and then you know, then there's this dog, you know, where I pretty much throw myself in front of the bus for yeah. right now. And um, he's like, I just don't see it that way. And I was just like, well, that's the difference between you and me. Um, you know, where I'm like, okay, I'll get up at the crack of dawn and we'll go work on this right now. And we'll go for a two mile walk and we'll, you know, we'll work on it. And, you know, I mean, I, I, don't, he does pretty well on the leash. He got a little overexcited at Home Depot and he pulled me a little bit, but that was great because it was smooth concrete. And all I got to do is just like chink on the leash just a little bit and then it pulls back. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, whoa, this is slippery. My one thing that I do have is you use that little leash that kind of goes up over, under their neck. What do you call that? The slip thing? leash? Yeah. How, where do you get those? Uh, my store, we have them. You do? Because in your store? Okay. Because yeah. that, I think, because, you know, well, I've never used the big prong one, but I have one. And then the cho then the smooth one that moves, he does not like that one because it puts pressure, which he equates with corporal punishment, mm -hmm. I think. But I get the best, you know, I get the, he'll he'll do what I want the quickest with mm -hmm. that one because it puts pressure on his on his neck and then you know i usually just walk him with a harness and he does just fine but that 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 slip one looks like probably would be the well the, you know the you know th the, they're just tools right so they're so you just have to think like they're every tool is different so you're not going to be able to show up to every job site if you're a contractor with the same tool like hey i got a screwdriver it's like dude i i need a nail and or i need a, a ruler and or i need a stud finder or i need paint or I, it's so many different tools for so many different things to help you get the job done so every dog is different every environment is different every handler is different the amount of variables that go into what equipment you need to use is so wide um, but historically, uh, the slip leash is, is a is a tool to help guide the dog using leash pressure and to correct certain things and to navigate and to help because it's just safer and it's it's more humane than the harness and the flat collar that chokes the dog out and causes long term damage on their shoulders. We just use a slip yeah, just I, to so but yeah. but again, it comes back down to 
you can't you don't want to use a piece of equipment on a dog if they if they don't know what you're asking so you know you, if you want to put a slip leash on a dog you can but what do you want them to do typically people are like well i don't want them to pull like you just said it's like okay do they know heel and do they know leash pressure no okay next so you, you, they have to know the things that you're asking them to do in order for them to be successful in order for them to to do the things that you want them to do do you know what i mean Yes. So it They're just, it just, it yeah, it just, com- it yeah, it just comes way. back down to, again, continuing to make sure that, you know, th- that's what I'm saying though. Is like, it's the same exact thing across the board. It's like, oh man, I got him out and he dragged me here. He dragged me there. It's like, what tool? It's like, yeah, you can get a prong collar. You can get an e-collar. You can get a slip collar. You can get a harness. You can get a martingale. You can get a choke chain. You can get a slip leash. You can get, it doesn't like it's on and on and on and on. But if the dog doesn't know what you want him to do, none of that's going to matter. Literally none of it. Yeah. So. Yeah, I know. I have good control with him on a, in, in the harness. Like he follows and he knows, you know, if I say, you know, heel back or heel up, he, and I just tug, he comes and he stops, you know, so, I mean, I need a little pick-me-up any with walking anyway, so it works. A little bit of pull is good for me, because I have some mobility issues, but, yeah. um, uh, but, I mean, I just, I just didn't know, and I don't really like the the prong collar that's why i've never used it and it's there's such a stigma with the prong collar too that like i got it just to have it in case i needed it for if he got but he's not real reactive at all on the leash unless he sees another dog that he wants to go play with Mm -hmm. and that's just normal Mm -hmm. and he starts pulling i just pull back you know you're gonna come back to me you know like you don't get to pull like you know, uh-uh. so my big thing is the rea- is the recall for, you know, 10 squirrels at the door. He's like, mom, there's 10 squirrels at the door. And he's like, you know, that's my big thing. So I guess we got to go back to the basics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It goes back down to the basics. Hey, yeah. So we're going to go back to the basics. And he's like, oh, come yeah. On. Yeah. Because I think you it know? just, again, it's like, hey, my dog, again, th- this is, this is our conversation in a nutshell is. Hey, my, I let my dog, I, I scared the crap out of my dog when the mailman came up, he chased the mailman. It's like, okay, that's, that's normal. But how's your recall? Not that good. Okay. Next. <laughs> There's a problem. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's literally, sucks. that's exactly, it's exactly, exact, I mean, think you can plug in, you can plug and play and inject that into any service to anything. I mean, there's nuances and there's context, of course, of like, you know, here's what you could have done differently. Here's, but but the reality right. is, is you were faced with a realistic distraction with a dog that doesn't have the foundation to counter the issue that you had. Therefore, your dog didn't comply. So that's why you you didn't, you know, it's like, hey, um, I went and took this welding test and I, f- I just failed miserably. It's like, well, have you ever learned anything about what? No, never. Well, okay. Yeah, never. So, right. you know, that's, that's what this is. And to be honest with you, it, um, that's what 95% of my clients deal with. And that's why I made the puppy kick, the uh, No Bad Dog Kickstarter course is because so many people were like, Hey, uh, this happened. What do I do? I'm like, well, what about your basics? Like, can you, can you talk to your dog at all? So they understand you? Well, no, 
uh, then we can't have a conversation about like anything. It's like, yeah, but it's, it's, yeah. And it, and it gets like, and I understand, like I've done, I've been doing it for so long every day. I get like how frustrating and how urgent and how, how it can be and scary it can be and anxious it can be for people. But it's like, you can't, you have to have, you ha- it's like the old saying of you get the cart without the horse, the horse without the cart, whatever. Right. It's like, you can't put one foot in front of the other without learning really how to understand how to walk and, that's what everyone, that's everyone's big problem. So anyway, it's the same yeah. thing on your end. Okay. That's kind of what I thought, but I, of course, needed to have reinforcements of that aspect. You know, mm-hmm. I kept telling him Rome wasn't built in a day. Mm-hmm. Like, it, this is, they, they, they still have to work on it, too, to keep it standing. I mean, like, you just, you have to keep, you have to keep working at it. Like, it's not, you know you learn how to drive a car, but if you don't drive a clutch for a while, you kind of forget how to drive a clutch. You have to remember how to drive it. Well, this is kind of the same thing. We have to keep doing it over and over and over. Yeah. (laughs) And he just doesn't want to work, you know, as in my husband. (laughs) Correct. And that has nothing to do with the dog. That has nothing to do with the dog. So that's something that you guys will have to just kind of hash out. Great. Fabulous. All right, this first question is from Grandina Amy. Tom, you're a lifesaver. I'm so glad I stumbled on your YouTube videos and podcasts. I have a three I have three low rider rescues who keep me on my toes. A Corgi Collie mix, Ralphie, who's sixteen, and I have a four year old named Wally, aka Walter, and I have a five and a half year old five and a half month old named Looney. They're all super sweet mutts. Yesterday, I listened to the podcast for Monday about healing and breaking. I did two 25-minute sessions with my puppy, and the difference is unreal. I've only been working inside of my house so far. She's very treat-motivated. Um, I'm going to purchase the – oh, well, that's that's just a genuine, beautiful review. Thank you so much, uh, and I'm so happy for you, more importantly. It just feels so good um, to know that uh, this content is helping your dogs live a better life. It means the world to me, so thank you so much. All right, next one. Mama needs to rest. <laughs> Daddy needs to rest too. Damn. Coffee, coffee me, baby. Let's go. Great resource for dog training. I'm so glad that I found Upstate Canine Academy. Tom Davis is honest, down-to-earth dog lover that shares his knowledge and tools you need to have a well-balanced dog. I've been watching and listening to his podcast for about a month now and seeing positive results with my dog's obedience and training. I recommend to anyone looking for help. Well, thank you so much. Another beautiful review. I appreciate you so much. Gina Savaka, need help with selective leash reactivity. I listened to several of your podcasts. I absolutely love your training method and extremely helpful program. I can't figure out how to solve this serious problem with my husky. She's eight years old, and we walk and run daily four to six miles. That's a lot. She was a huge, that's, I'm jealous. She was a huge fenced-in yard and spends the most of their time outside, usually chase choosing to sleep outside. She is super friendly to all people. I always have her on a leash and a prong collar when we walk. Most of the time when we pass other dogs on leash or pass other dogs on a fence in their yard, she is friendly and often totally ignores them. However, there are four dogs in the neighborhood, four different owners that she will aggressively bark and lunge at. Uh, completely ig- ignores corrections during this time. This morning, as we passed one of those four dogs, her leash clipped open and she ran into the street and full out attacked this dog. She was she was on leash with the owner. It took me about 30 seconds before I could get strong enough hold on the dog to pull her away. Luckily, the dog was unharmed, but the other dog owner was knocked down. I have to cut on my arm and the dog, blah, blah, blah. I was so upset about this. Um, I think I need to start back with square one. Um, yeah, I mean, you could get the Kickstarter course, but also a safety clip. Anybody who has a prong collar must have a safety clip. 
must have a safety clip. If you're unfamiliar with a safety clip and what it does, it basically, this happens all the time. Dogs have, many dogs have, have been hurt, killed, ran over by cars, gotten into fights, um, ran away for months. You guys have to, when you're using any type of tool that clips on and off, like the prong, gentle leader, any of that stuff, you have to have a safety clip. Safety clips are what attaches to your leash and to the flat collar. And, um, it's, I, I have videos on that, but, um, that's the first thing it's, it's, this is this, this, so this question I'm getting is essentially my dog never reacts hardly ever. We were out for a walk and then reacted and went crazy on a dog. I have no idea why, how, or how to even approach this because this is so, it's way too generalized. Um, I'm going to read the, the problem or the question again. This morning, as we passed one of my four dogs, her leash clip opened up. She ran across the street and full out attacked this dog who was on leash with his owner. I, I have no idea why this happened. None. Zero. Zip. Um, your guess is as good as mine, Gina. Uh, but again, same thing like we talked about with this dog owner in this podcast is there's certain things that we may never understand why dogs want to do what we do, but... Um, safety if you had a safety clip that wouldn't have happened um but you're gonna have to spend some time with a behavioral trainer to really understand maybe some triggers and some variables and what your dog likes and what they don't like this is a trial and error thing that may take a couple weeks uh, with a professional that specializes in that to see what it was but i have no idea why that happened because that's that's just the, the most random thing ever uh, unfortunately. So I wish you the best of luck. I hope you can find a trainer that help you kind of go through some of these triggers. Kevin from Niagara, <laughs> Kevin from Kevin from Niagara. Um, thanks Tom. Five star review, Tom. It's working. Tom, thanks for your perseverance and hammering on the basics. My seven month old sheep doodle is coming along nicely at two months. What would be the best use of the e-collar doesn't have, what would be the best use of an e-collar that doesn't have continuous? I don't understand that. What would be the best use of an e-collar that doesn't have continuous. I don't know what that means, my man. If you want to leave another review to give me some contacts, that would be helpful. Um, that doesn't make, what would be the best use of an e-collar that doesn't have continuous? Oh, the best use of an e-collar maybe that doesn't have a continuous function. Uh, I, I still would need, like, what is it? What does it have? Does it have momentary? Does it have pager? Um... I don't know. Uh, I would I, I would say if I'm looking at this the way I think it might be asked, um, you can just use your momentary. Um, but again, as you guys know, do not get a cheap collar. The, a cheap remote collar is the difference between like you having a Michelin star meal somewhere and then you having a, a Taco Bell meal and being like, yeah, I don't like this. It's like, well, you haven't really done it right. Like you haven't really experienced it. It's a difference between... A cheap cigar versus a not cheap cigar or a cheap bottle of wine versus not cheap. Yeah, it's the same. Yeah, it's wine, but they are so different. The process is so different. The outcome is so different. Make sure you don't get cheap stuff. I can't express that enough. It's 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 really been not good for a lot of dogs to, to go through. All right, I'm going to do one more. Dogs in owner owners with real experience. Hi, Tom. I'm, I'm full on binge watching your podcast. I also bought the $39 membership. 
Um, the cool swag, the slip, the bright green, the e-collar. I already had a nice fitting from Springer as a young male purebred neutered Roddy. I just adopted who is a lovely animal with stubborn leash aggression. This is my third rot, but I've never had this issue. The reason why I enjoyed this conversation about the screaming dog is that the owner knows so much all the way back in the history in life. You could feel the intense love for the dog and just how much time he put in. You have such a great suggestions right off the top of your head. So appreciate your time for all of us. Uh, thank you. Peace L. All right, you guys, thank you so much. All of the love. Um, even if you guys don't have questions, continue to, to leave the reviews. I think we're number one on Spotify and, and on iTunes for dog training, which, um, may not be the case anymore because I haven't put anything out in the last couple of weeks, but anyway, uh, no bad dog community. Let's go to the moon. Let's take over. Let's continue to grow. The more people know about us, the more pe- dogs we can help and the more we can do and the more we can continue to help dogs and their owners. So thank you so much for sharing, commenting, liking, uh, reposting, and and leaving reviews. I, I, I appreciate it a lot. It means the world and it also helps us grow to help other dogs. So anyway, um, follow along on YouTube, follow along on Instagram to see the, see the behind the scenes of the things that we're doing. All the links, um, of course, are going to be in the description below. See you on tour. See you next time. Bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.